Welcome to Social Stupidity, the podcast that tries to make sense out of the stupid stuff people post online. In case you haven't noticed, stupidity is running rapid, y'all. But don't worry, to get you through it all, here's your host, Anthony McNeil. Hey, welcome to episode number two of Social Stupidity. I am your man, your host, Anthony McNeil. I appreciate you tuning in and listening to the podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, please continue to support by subscribing on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on. Before I get into today's topic, I want to give sort of a disclosure statement here. If you are one of those people that are easily offended, if you're always in your feelings, or if you are into political correctness, then you may not want to listen to this podcast because it ain't for you. Just had to put that out there and let you know so that I don't hear any complaints later. If you are okay with that and you want to stick around and listen to the podcast, great. Glad to have you here. If not, like my old man used to say, don't let the doorknob hit you in the ass on the way out. Now that said, let's go ahead and get into today's topic. Unless you've been living under a rock these past eight days, it's probably safe to say that you're aware of all the rioting and protests and everything that's going on in the country right now and around the world as a result of the death or murder of George Floyd, a black man in Minneapolis by a white police officer. You know, it's, it's, it's been a while since I, I did the first episode for this podcast. And the premise of this podcast is to talk about stupid shit that people post online and dive deeper into the post. And I've been finding that in order to do that, (laughs) I've been getting in my feelings because it's hard to read some of the stupid shit that people have been posting online about various topics, everything from the coronavirus to the death of Mr. Floyd, just all kinds of stupid shit. But I recently read a statement from someone regarding the death of Mr. Floyd, and I felt compelled to, I should say inspired, to go ahead and do this episode. When things like the death of a black person occurs or any type of injustice occurs in the world, particularly here in America, you always have athletes, celebrities, big corporations. They always want to chime in and give their opinion and their two cents. And that's cool if that's what they want to do. But in the case of Mr. Floyd, there's one particular organization that decided to put out a statement. And to be very blunt, this organization has no fucking business whatsoever making any kind of statements. Because for the last three years, their statement has been loud and clear. The organization that I'm talking about is the NFL. Now, if you haven't seen it, Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, posted a tweet, and I'm going to read the tweet word for word to you. The NFL family is greatly saddened by the tragic events across our country. The protest reactions to the incidents reflect the pain, the anger, and frustration that so many of us feel. Our deepest condolence goes out to the family of George, Mr. George Floyd, and to those who have lost loved ones, including the families of Miss Brianna Taylor in Louisville and Mr. Hamad Ar- Arbery, the cousin of Tracy Walker of the Detroit Lions. 
as current events dramatically underscore, there remains much more to do as a country and as a league. These tragedies inform the NFL's commitment and our ongoing efforts. There remains an urgent need for action. We recognize the power of our platform and communities and as part of the fabric of American society. We embrace the responsibility and our commitment to continuing the important work to address these systematic issues together with our players, clubs, and partners. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Really, Mr. Goodell? Out of all the people that have something to say about this, you are the last person that needs to open your fucking mouth. Let me be perfectly clear. I am a huge fan of the NFL. I watch it every Sunday. I'll continue to watch it. But when it comes to this subject here, the NFL has no place to make any kind of statement. And the reason why I say that, again, unless you've been living under a rock, you probably know why I'm saying it. But in case you you don't. The reason why I'm saying this is because back in 2016, Colin Kaepernick, ex-quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, decided that he had had enough of seeing black men killed at the hands of police officers and nothing being done about it. Before I continue, let me just say this for full disclosure. I'm a retired police officer. I proudly served 20 years with the Southfield Police Department in Michigan. So I'm not some angry citizen who happened to get a ticket from an officer and all of a sudden I hate the police or I was arrested by the police and now I can't stand them. But what happened to Mr. Floyd was quite simply murder. And that's what Colin was protesting against. Just wanted to put that in there. So as a way to bring attention to the situation, Cap, as he's most commonly known, decided that he was no longer going to stand for the national anthem. His thing was, why should he recognize the flag of a country that suppresses the black men of this country? So he decided to, to sit during the preseason games and not stand for the national anthem back in 2016. The first week that he did it, nobody really paid much attention because, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't a big deal because there weren't, weren't many people list, looking and, and, and listening. But there was a reporter that asked Cap, why did he do it? And as he stated, and as I stated, you know, he said, why should he support the flag of a country that oppresses black men? And he went on to say some other things. The following week, one of Eric or one of Cap's teammates, Eric Reed, decided to join him. But prior to the game, Colin had spoken to a Green Beret, Mr. Nate Boyer. Nate advised Colin that it would be more respectful of him if he decided to take a knee instead of sitting during the national anthem. And his reason was soldiers take a knee in front of the graves of fallen soldiers to show respect. So the next game, that's what Kaepernick and his then teammate Eric Reed decided to do. They decided to kneel. And isn't it ironic that the very thing that he was protesting, police brutality, by taking a knee, is exactly the same way that Mr. Floyd was killed by this Minneapolis police officer with his knee across his neck. Now, as a result of doing that and protesting, Cap and Reed, they, tr- they did it for the remainder of the 2016. Some of the other 
players around the NFL decide to join in and do the same thing. They finish out the season and Cap decides that he's not going to accept the option on his last year of his contract, hoping that it would get renegotiated for 2017. Well, Cap was never picked up by another team after that. And to this day, he has not been allowed back in the league. And many, including myself, believe that it is because of the protest that he did. In 2017, many of the other players in the league, they decided to carry on the, what Cap had started, and they were protesting. And it started out as many was taking a knee during the national anthem. But as usual, the idiot over at 1600 Pennsylvania in Washington, D.C., the president, decided he needed a new cultural war to fight, something to feed his base. So he jumped in and started making comments. And he turned this protest against police brutality into a protest against the military and disrespecting the military, which it had absolutely nothing to do with. But he did that, again, as I said, to feed his base, which is what he does. So since 2000. 16, Cap has not been back in the NFL. There was a former spokesperson for the NFL, Joe Lockhart, who did an interview with CNN. And he said that a lot of the owners of the, of the NFL teams got together and they said that they're not going to bring Cap back into the league, but they were going to use the excuse that any team that picked him up feared that their season ticket numbers would drop. Well, Mr. Lockhart basically said that that was bullshit. All the owners got together and decided that that was what they were going to come out and say because everyone knows that the majority of the NFL's revenue comes from TV contracts, not season ticket holders. So basically, Cap has been not allowed back into the league. Now, he, he was given an opportunity to try out for various teams back in 2019. And unfortunately, unfortunately I don't know all the details, but Cap did some things, in my opinion, that he shouldn't have done and rearranged things around and the tryouts never happened. So I feel like if he would have gone through with those tryouts, he may have had an opportunity to get back in the league. But who knows? Maybe it was all just for show, because at that time, same time, the NFL had brought in Jay-Z to help with their social justice efforts. Many believe that it was Jay-Z that set up the tryouts for Cap. But Cap wasn't happy with the way they were set up, so he decided to do things on his own. And as I said, it didn't work out in his favor. But here's something that a lot of people probably don't know. If you listen to the last episode, you heard me say that everything is done for a reason. There's always an agenda. Cap had his agenda. You know, he was trying to bring awareness to police brutality. Trump obviously has his agenda. He wanted to feed his base. And the NFL also had an agenda. Most people probably don't know this, but prior to 2009, NFL teams and players, they did not come out for the national anthem. They never stood for the national anthem because they, they never left the locker room. And if they did, no one ever saw it. When you see the big flag during the national anthem inside stadiums, when they bring out that big, huge flag that covers the whole field, and when you see those uh, military planes flying overhead at sports events, the reason why that happens is because in 2009, the Department of Defense 
signed a contract with the NFL and other sports leagues to basically use them as recruiting tools. And they're paying the NFL millions of dollars to display the flag during the national anthem that way, to have those flyovers, to bring out soldiers and recognize those soldiers that may have returned home or who are in, you know, obviously active and, and serving their country. All of that is done because the NFL is getting paid by the Department of Defense to do it. Now, it's great that they get to recognize these men and women. But why in the hell are they paying the NFL to do it? And that's something that a lot of people don't know. Don't take my word for it. Go look it up. So when Cap decided to protest during the national anthem, he was fucking with the NFL's money. And the owners knew that. And the last thing they wanted was somebody in the league fucking with their money. So as a result, Cap never got picked up by another team because the owners, they didn't want to fuck up their money. Yeah, they may have lost some season ticket holders. But they would have lost more money as a result of the contract that the league had with the Defense Department. So when Roger Goodell puts out this statement, like I said earlier, Mr. Goodell, you don't need to say shit because you've been saying it for the last three years that Cap has been out of the league. He tried to tell you back then peacefully what was going on. And you chose to ignore him, you and all the owners of all NFL teams decide to ignore him and blacklist him from the league as a result. And now you dare comment on this? Can you say hypocrite? Sorry, Mr. Goodell, but you can sit this one out, sir. Your comments aren't needed on this one. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes. Rest in peace, Mr. Floyd. Y'all take care. Bye.